to all our viewers stumping my rolls finally uh, we've been wanting to do it since 2021 it's been a while now yeah and i think you've been seeing a lot of posts coming soon yeah. are you excited and all that stuff but i think uh, even earlier this year i wanted to do it in january february but then the timing of all these things were not like it, it wasn't helping me out yeah. so covid came covid came yeah. we were restricted with having guests meeting in person and all that stuff so now i'm happy we are doing it mm-hmm. i'm happy we are doing it in 2023 yeah. when uh, a lot of stuff with cricket canada has been nothing but phenomenal like we got our oda status the team qualified for the t20 world cup right. uh, next year big news and now uh, emerging cricketer emerging uh, star of canadian cricketer uh, youngster under 19 captain for 2022 yes uh, mihir patel is with us mihir do you want to do a introduction to your viewers yeah i guess uh, just hey everyone my name is mihir patel uh, i know this will probably be watched by most of the cricket community but for those who don't me don't know me uh, I've been playing cricket since I was, I mean, as long as I can remember. Uh, and I've known Jimmy for, I think, a good four or five years now. And I mean, he's been a great support. And I'm more than happy to be here looking forward to the episode. Yeah, and I want to also give it a plug to Wild Wings. Uh, Wild Wings, it's at uh, Core Meadows and Countryside. We were also looking for a spot, like a studio spot. But then I was like, oh, let's let's have a podcast like where two buddies are yeah, having a drink having or a chat, yeah. meal. And then we can talk about... Um, everything related to cricket and everything around cricket beyond cricket as well yeah Mihir uh, I want to talk to you about how you started your cricket journey in mm-hmm. Canada and uh, what made you pick up the bat um, yeah so if you want a detailed answer um, when I was very very young uh, my dad used to play a lot and then I have an older brother as well I used to tag along with my father and my dad used to have uh, softball games at that time every Sundays so it used to be like a family thing where all of our families would go and kind of watch and play um, and then from there, I think it started. Thank you so much. I think from there it started um, where it was just like my dad will be playing on the field and I think outside the boundary I'll be playing with the other um, father's kids. So I think from there it kind of started and then um, I had an older cousin who was training at the Toronto Cricket Academy at that time uh, with coach Brian Hill. I mean he's no more now but I mean um, so that's where I started my cricket uh, when I was I think eight years old and then um, yeah ever since then I've been doing some formal training and then uh, this kind of became a passion and became something I really wanted to do and just pursued it. Yeah. Uh, we'll carry on our conversation from where you started and um, I know you were uh, you played your most of your cricket so far uh, with Centurions and then yes. you switched to JB Masters yes. right so yeah talking about Centurions as I said yes you played for Centurions for like how many years since uh, your since day, I right? was 12 until I was 20 so about eight years yeah so you played for Centurions and then I think earlier this year you switched to JV Masters yeah I went to JV Masters this year yeah so how was the conversation like with uh, I think Mohan and I is the in charge of yes Mohan I spoke to Uncle Mohan yeah so how, how was Mohan Uncle Mohan's reaction uh, when you um, when you told him I think he was a little surprised uh, just because uh, to be very honest I had everything going for me there I had everything set and honestly you would know like Centurions being one of the strongest clubs probably not only in Ontario probably the whole country um, I had like I had a lot of respect from almost everyone there and it, I, I was really proud of what I've achieved in that club but I think um, it got to a point where I was very um, I wouldn't say like I was very comfortable 
I think at times when you're very, very comfortable, um, you don't really grow. I think when you move out of your comfort zone, that's when you understand that um, that's when you'll be able to grow. So I did make the move of uh, clubs, JV Masters being an equally, uh, like, equally strong club. So I think it was a good move. Um, I mean, I didn't have the greatest season of my first season. I know you season. were injured this year. Yeah, so like my first half, I think it was like six or seven games this year with JV Masters. I didn't get a full season in because I had a knee injury. Um, but I mean, there was there was no bad blood when I left. There was no like, uh, like if I were to call Monaco up today and ask him for something, he'd be more than happy to help. So it's that kind of relationship that we left off on, which is good. And I've seen with Centurions and uh, I think one of the other Super 9 clubs, if, you, if we are talking about JB Masters yeah. now, right? I think the best part about these clubs is they're very emotionally invested in their players, yes, right? Yes. And uh, I know a club that is the same. Yes. And uh, we'll talk about that later. But uh, it's, it's good when your club owners, when the people in, in charge, they care about their players. Right. And they, they care about their players to an extent when even if there is something better or some other options play available for the players, yeah. they won't hold you and they won't block you for doing things, right? Yes, exactly. So I think uh, yeah. hats off to Uncle Mohan right. if he did that, right? No, I mean, he never said no to anything. And even when I did tell him, like, you know, I've decided to make uh, like make the move and he was more, like, he was very sporty. He's like, you're more than welcome to be back whenever you like. I mean, you know, this is your family. This is where you grew up playing your kids. So, like, you're more than welcome back anytime. Uh, and even when I saw him on, at King City, like, during the summer, he was very, very supportive. That's Always cool. cracked a joke, uh, just how he is. And so it was good to have him around. I'm really grateful for his support. So, JV Masters now. Yeah. Uh, Rizwan Mohammed. Yeah. He was also uh, in charge of one of the franchises in GT20. Yes. And uh, you were also part of Miss Saga Panthers. Yes. I think they had their debut season, if I'm not wrong. Right? Yes, it was their first year. New so, I think 2018, first GT20, 2019, second GT20. Yes. And then we had a break due to COVID and all other reasons. Yes. yes. And uh, how was your experience with Miss Saga Panthers? Uh, it was good. Uh, honestly, it was my first time in a league like this, so I didn't really know what to expect. Just kind of heard from other players how it is, but to experience the first time was really cool. Um, it was kind of it was nice to rub shoulders with the big players. Like I had Chris Gill on my team, Shoaib Malik, uh, Jimmy Nisham. Uh, I had Azam Khan, Usman Kadir. So a lot of big players. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. Like just to kind of, you know, you grew up watching them on TV. Maybe, you know, you never really thought that you, maybe you'd see them, but you never really thought you'd sh- uh, share a dressing room with them. Yeah. Um, but they're amazing people. Like, really cool uh, to have. You know, even learn some cricket, but even have a drink with. Very, very cool. So if I'm not wrong, like you could not play all the matches in GT20, yes. right? Yeah. So what was the mindset? Uh, between and not even just your mindset I want to know what was the conversation between you and the coaching staff and the management that why are you not playing was there any communication Uh, what kind of a conversation was that Um, I think um, to be very honest with you I think like when the tournament started um, we had a very strong Canadian core I think in my opinion I think we had the strongest Canadian core out of all the franchises Um, and I think the rule was uh, three Canadians play in the starting 11 Um, so I didn't go in with a negative mindset I just knew that being the youngster not the most experienced in the team that I would probably have to wait my turn so I wasn't like I wasn't shocked when I didn't get like when I didn't start in the 11 Um, but I was working hard at practices coach saw that I had a little bit of talent that you know that could be worked on especially down the line Um, so you just keep working hard wait for your opportunities Um, the tournament didn't go our way obviously so uh, I think I think we were one of the first teams to be eliminated so that kind of opened the doors Um, I was supposed to be the last two games um, but the second last game against Brampton Wolves I think it got rained out. Rained out. 
So then I ended up playing my la our last game against Surrey. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. So yeah, instead of playing two, I just played one. But I mean, it was still nice to be on the park. I mean, that's yeah. what we're And you know, for. it's a good exposure for the young exactly. Canadians. Yes. And not even young Canadians, for all the Canadians. I think we need something like GT20, if not anything better. Of course. But uh, if you see all the leagues around the world, uh, PSL in Pakistan, IPL, that's the biggest one, right? Yeah. I think IPL sold their rights more than NFL now. So, yes, yes, yes. Very, so cricket, I think cricket is second to soccer now. Yes. And uh, if you're talking about NFL, NHL and all these sports, yes, they're popular in North America, but mm -hmm. I feel uh, cricket is growing in North America now. Major League coming in yes. uh, with franchise cricket like GT20 now. Yeah. And all the franchise, for like, especially in the States, all yeah. the franchise are the same owners. Yeah. Where they give them by Indians, yeah. the Capitals, and yeah. things like that. So. And also, uh, I know Mihir, because... Uh, because you've been part of the Canadian system, the, the youth system, mm -hmm. since a while now. I think you played two under-19 World Cups from Canada? Yeah, so I played two. So the first one was in South Africa, second one was in St. Kitts? Yeah, the Caribbean. So we're in St. Kitts and then we went straight out. And St. Kitts, uh, you were named captain, right? Yeah, the second one I was captain. Yeah. So, so just, just talk about 2018 and how was it different to um, St. Kitts? Like, how was South Africa tour and uh, St. Kitts tour different? So two World Cups, you mean? Yeah, two and yeah, five um, World Cups. So actually, for the 2020 uh, World Cup, the one in South Africa, um, to be very honest, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to get picked uh, because the qualifiers before that, like the one in 2019, I wasn't picked in that squad. Yeah. So there was a squad of 14 that was picked, and I wasn't in that team. Um, Matthew pulled out. Matthew Nandu pulled out um, because he was playing in the West Indies. Yeah. Um, so then I got a call in as a replacement batsman. Okay. okay. Um, so the tournament happened. We won. I think it was four or five games, but I didn't play any. Okay. Um, so again, you know, kind of was in the team, but didn't play. So I wasn't expecting to get picked again. Okay. But I think after the qualifiers, I think the, that was in August. So I think from mid-August to the end of September, beginning of October, I had a really good patch. Okay. Like I was getting runs, um, big runs at, at the senior level. So I think that pushed my case for selections. I was picked in the, the practice squad, the, yeah. the squad of 20 in the winters. I was doing well there. Um, and I was fit. I was doing everything that I needed to do, like good. Yep. Um, and then I did finally get picked uh, when the squad was announced I did see my name so obviously it was a very like a proud moment for my family and I um, but again I was the youngest of the team it was kind of like GT20 I didn't know I didn't know if I was going to start yeah. um, I didn't know if I was going to get any game time but I was, I was more than happy to be there and I think like what was your top score in that uh, 2020 uh, it was 90 against it was my first game 90 right yeah so what happened was that I actually again I wasn't supposed to play so we had two warm games against um, if I'm not wrong it was West Indies and Australia um, both games uh, I didn't open the batting and that's why I was picking the team I was playing as an opening batsman yeah. I batted middle order um, but uh, our actual opener Ishan Sancharma uh, he got injured before the first game Okay. I think he did his ankle or something like that okay. so he couldn't run so then that made me the automatic pick uh, to open with Ravi Sandhu oh, okay. so me and Ravi became good buddies that time oh, okay. um, so me and Ravi opened the batting and we actually had a really good partnership I think we were 85 for no loss in the first 10 overs he got out shortly after but then yeah I carried through I got a 90 okay. uh, but it was a good it was a really good feeling I was the youngest on the team and then I think I ended up with the most runs for yeah. Canada so that's good. it 
Well, even like you know, we have that talent. Even you mentioned Ravi now, right? Yeah. And I know you're close to your buddies, Shil Patel and Karav Sharma. Like we have a we have a young brigade. Then maybe next three years or five years, we'll see some names in the Canadian team. Like the yeah. system is developing. Yeah. Uh, as I said, like earlier this year, uh, things have been happening all in the good direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Pogdu has been working very hard. Yes. And uh, even the board. Uh, I'll I'll shout out to the board now, right? Yeah. Because they have always been doing uh, a phenomenal job backing their players. How do you see what kind of a structure are you looking in the next few years for Canadian cricket? Because we are going to get very busy now. I know yes. we are doing high performance camps. We are doing center T20s, national T20s and all that stuff. But now that we have ODA status, we have the bilaterals coming up, triangular series coming yeah, up. Yeah, a lot of series is coming up. Lots of, like, it's going to be a busy time for Canadian Traveling cricket, right? Traveling and all that stuff, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So how do you see yourself getting in the system? I know scoring more runs and all that is good. Yeah. High performance camps is one another thing yeah. but how do you see the youth cricket the junior crickets like when I'm only talking about under 19 cricket uh-huh. getting uh, transition to the senior team because you know if we talk about other nations like Australia India yeah. even Pakistan they have a juniors program and they send out their A teams B teams under 19 teams to travel around the world like yes. what do you think should be done for Canadian cricketers mm-hmm. that they should get into the senior team like what do you think about that um, to be honest with you I think um there should, in my honest opinion, I think that not enough uh, under-19 cricketers are playing at the highest level. Yeah. So I think it's getting less and less every year, as much as I noticed. Like when I remember when I was growing up, um, there used to be like almost everyone that makes the under-19 Canadian team are performing. That time, elite was the highest level. Yeah. Uh, they were performing really well at elite. But now, if you look at it, like you mean elite in TND? In TND, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I played most of my career in TND. Okay. Uh, not to defame any other leagues, but yeah. just just because what yeah. I played, yeah. I played mostly TND cricket. Yeah. I think uh, it's very important for the youngsters to be tested at a, when they're um, in practice, but when they're not fully ready. I think it's important to be tested that time, yeah. so you know what to practice. Yeah. Um, and I feel like not enough youngsters are playing uh, Super 9 cricket, in my honest opinion. Yeah. And even playing is one thing, but I think performing and dominating is another thing. Yeah. I think it's going down, in my honest opinion. Yeah, and, and adding to what you're saying, yeah. I think Super 9 cricket overall, like if you ask me uh, seriously, uh, I see a lot of youngsters playing uh, either, again, not to defame any other Yes. They're playing closer to their homes in Brampton, Nisaga. Yeah. Super 9 is mostly, I think they have that leverage that whoever is in Super 9, I think only one team gets demoted, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like, if we're talking about OCA now, right? OC had that uh, junior setup. They had young players and stuff, right? Uh, but I feel with I don't know like if uh, TND should step in or like Cricket Canada there should be an age gap for players playing in Super 9 if, uh, again, what like, is the age gap? Uh, sorry not age gap like I mean age cap uh, oh yes 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 you know like uh, yeah. there should be an age cap for uh, players playing in Super 9 mm-hmm. again nothing against anybody uh, it's just like how the cricket is evolving yeah you to know, make it uh, more competitive you mean more competitive and uh, you know it's 50 overs first mm-hmm. of all chances are that uh, a senior player like who is 
finally like I don't know the age cap like what it should be like mm-hmm. that's totally up to the experts to decide right yes, exactly. but uh, I feel most of the players get injured yeah. and it's 50 overs long time long time and there are more youngsters playing T20 cricket yeah but if we are transitioning to ODA ODA now mm-hmm. right like yeah. and uh, ODA will be there like I don't know yeah. after the World Cup what kind of a discussion with ICC will happen like what is the future for ODA cricket but Canada just got the ODA status yeah right? so like, we're, we're in the cycle that. for the next 3-4 years anyway yeah we, we so are that. in the cycle for 4 years until yeah. uh, 2027 I believe right? yeah. so I feel with TND and Super 9 they should talk about something like with club owners and the, the system should be like there should be an age cap uh, for certain players like, or again, there should be like a minimum rule like um, minimum 223 players something like that yeah, something like that to kind yeah. of um, like we, we, we are, like we want the experience of those players of course yes. I know exactly what you're saying yeah. right like we don't want to block those players mm-hmm. uh, by no means necessary like I am not against anybody yeah. uh, again this is just a platform we are just having a casual yeah, conversation I mean, it's up for discussion all the right? time yeah. so so I think those kind of the things nobody is talking about mm-hmm. and now that the Canadian cricket is going in a positive direction I think these are the things that should be discussed yeah. and uh, I, I feel there could be some changes down the road right yeah. and uh, apart from that I feel uh, Super 9 is amazing right yeah, like very, everybody very wants to yeah. everybody wants to play Super 9 yeah. and I mean uh, Miss Saga Dolphins had their good run in Super 9 there are other yeah. team like uh, West Indies have been there since Yorkshire a while Yorkshire has now. been there for so long now yeah, I think Yorkshire is gone Demoted now, now yeah. Yeah. but I'm saying they had a really good legacy yeah, 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 one yeah, of the yeah, oldest clubs yeah. in the club Navi, in the used, Navi used to play for Yorkshire so Yeah, for the longest of time the right? of your right? yeah. so guys like like Navil and if they want to play Super 9 they'll get the team easily right? no, no issues right so yeah like um, before the season uh, I think February March if I'm not wrong you guys went to India also May, right? May, May. May sorry a month of May so, so you went to India for training mm-hmm. so that was uh, not before the Canadian season that was before GT20 before G20 yeah so I think the Canadian season just started but yeah. in May it's usually like um, the T20 just the T20s and stuff so our goal uh, was to be back by uh, Super 9 yeah. so to Super get 9. ready for Super 9 basically right? yes. so, so how was your experience in India and where did you exactly go in India uh, so Shil and I uh, we went to Hyderabad okay. uh, it was an academy called Coaching Beyond okay. um, so it's really one of the like, best facilities in India and they have three franchises oh, they have two right now they're opening a third one in Mumbai okay, okay, okay. Um, so we were in the Hyderabad one there's one in Tamil Nadu okay. and then there's one that they're going to open up in Mumbai soon so we went to the one in Hyderabad uh, which was um, run by uh, Shredar sir okay. uh, who's been the uh, Indian fielding coach for about I think 7-8 years now oh, okay, okay. Um, so it was a great experience I mean lots of fun oh, okay, okay. you had to learn a lot was like uh, you said you went to Hyderabad right yeah What language do they guys speak? Telangana, if I'm Telang, not wrong? Uh, yeah, they speak Tel- Telanganese, I think. Telang- I think Telugu, Telangana? Tel- Telugu, I right? think. I'm not saying anyone. No disrespect to anybody from yeah. Hyderabad. Who's I'm sorry. They call it different things there. They call right? it like, yeah. Uh, so, Telugu, how was the communication? Telang- like, w- w- were they easy to chat uh, in English? Or you guys were trying to talk in Hindi? Like, how did um, it go? I think, well, at the academy at least, uh, they're all like very, very educated uh, in, yeah. in English. Yeah. So, I mean, that made our lives very easy. Okay. Uh, I think, 
even trying to get the attention of rickshaws or like some yeah. shop owners a little because, bit because I mean like why I'm asking this is again nothing against anybody in India yeah. I'm from India I'm a Punjabi right yeah. English is not my first language yeah. uh, like Punjabi is right yeah. that's my mother tongue yeah. but again I wanted to know like there will be a time when Canadian players mm-hmm. especially Canadian players who are born and brought up here yeah. like yourself and Sheel Patel yeah. who will plan to go to other countries whether it is Australia India Pakistan yeah. so I just want to know how as simple as like how do they communicate when they go there right so that's why that's why that, yeah. that was my whole intention about yeah, it yeah, right? yeah. And, fair question very fair question right and uh, so adding to that uh, I saw some of your stories and photos that you went to some IPL matches yeah yeah IPL was going on around that yes, time. Yes, yeah. How was that experience? And what was the? Was I think, how, like, like, I know you've been uh, you you watched DG20 yeah. and you watched IPL on TV. Uh-huh. But how was the experience when you were in the audience? Uh, it was it was really good. It was like second to none. Yeah. Uh, so we went to three games. Yeah. Uh, we went to the KKR SRH game. Yeah. It was kind of like a boring game. It was like a 150 play 155. Yeah. It was okay game. Like it was a good game, but it was fine. Like nothing crazy. Okay. And then we went to the RCB. Um, we went to the RCB and uh, SRH game. Okay. So when um, RCB came to Hyderabad to play. Okay. Um, and the funny story about that was um, we couldn't get tickets because it was Kohli's first time playing in Hyderabad after two or three years, I think, because the IPL was in Dubai. Yeah. They kept it only in Maharashtra, so it was not going anywhere in India except for a small portion of yeah. that country. Um, so, th- like, he finally was in Hyderabad, so obviously everyone's dying to see him. Yeah. Um, so, the day since the day we landed, we were trying to get tickets for the game, and we couldn't get it, we couldn't get it, and we just gave up. We're like, whatever, we'll just watch out no. from our hotel rooms. Um, but actually, um, John Manoj, uh, the the director of our um, academy, Coaching yeah. Beyond, he was a former um, HCA president, the Hyderabad Cricket Association oh, okay. president. So, he was very kind of to make a quick phone call, and he's able to get us two tickets. See, that's India for you. That's India for you. Um, like, we, like when I tell you we were trying, we've tried everything. Like Sridhar Sir tried, everybody tried. Um, he asked the players that are currently playing, and they've already given the tickets away. Like we've tried everything, and nothing worked. Okay. So we gave up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, John Sir made one call, and within five minutes, we had two like very decent, decent tickets. Yeah. Um, and then we went there. We were very lucky to watch a high-scoring game. Yeah. Uh, SRH batted first. Heinrich Klassen got a good hundred, and then the second innings, Kohli got a hundred. Wow. So that's just the cherry on top. Right? It was a lot of fun. That's good. A lot of fun. And then we, we actually had, so I think RCB was chasing, they, they were chasing, yeah. and Kohli didn't finish not out, which is surprising. Yeah. But as soon as Kohli got out, we left, because if we leave after the game finishes, we won't get home for another two or three hours. So it's very crowded. Cricket in India is like a religion, man. Like, it's, everybody uh, says that, but, like, you have to go there to experience it. Yeah, like, it's yeah. easy to say, but once yeah. you experience it yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then we watch the finals, uh, the oh, IPL finals. So Jeddu scored the last the 10 of 2 10 of 2 right yeah so oh, that so was that also so that, another funny story with that so uh, we were in Hyderabad and we were only planning on going for one day just to watch the finals and come back yeah so if you remember uh, correctly the first day rained out okay yes so we went to the ground we metro there it's super difficult to metro it's packed with yeah. drugs, right very very difficult yeah. and 110,000 people at the stadium yeah very very difficult to get in we got in and it started raining and yeah. the whole day it rained and we all got soaked yeah. because we were very close to the bottom so we didn't have any shape we had good seats but it sucked because we didn't have any shelter over yeah. so we were like soaked it was a really bad experience went back in the metro Shield lost his slipper in the process oh man he went uh, he went he went home barefoot oh, uh, we were lucky enough that uh, Shield's grandparents had a place yeah, okay, uh, okay. In, in Ahmedabad where the game was mm-hmm. so we were there for we were there for a couple of days and then we went the next day for the finals and it rained again that day. Oh, okay. So we're like if it rains 
yesterday that we're done. The uh, finals is called off. And yeah. I'm trying to get a hold of the, the, the airline people to like yeah. book our tickets again. And yeah. there's no service in the stadium, and it was a complete disaster. Oh, um, but I mean, it was all worth it because the game was so good. Yeah, it's a final. It's an it's, IPL it's final. It's an IPL final. 110,000 people. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big Dhoni fan, so I thought it was Dhoni's last game. Everybody thought that. I thought it was Dhoni's last game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm really happy he's good. playing. I think he's going to come for one more season. I think he'll come for one more season. Yeah. But it was, a, it was it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's extremely packed. Like, there's yeah. literally no, like, after a certain point when you look, you just don't see anything but people. Yeah. There's only people. And like, anywhere you look, there's just people. Yeah, man. Like, Indian cricket, yeah. again, um, they say it, it's a religion, right? But you have to go there to experience yeah, it. Yeah, you have to, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, talking about experiences, uh-huh. how was your experience with the, the Black and Gold Club? Uh, yeah. I know, like, uh, we've been talking since, as you mentioned, three, four years now. Yeah. Maybe more than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you played one match for Patiala Shahi Cricket. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I could not come and watch you and I could not come there and support you. Usually, whoever joins the club, like, I'm always there to <laughs> see their debut and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, 100 on a debut, T20, yeah. T&D. Yeah. How, how was that? Like, how did you feel? Especially, uh, how did you feel representing Patiala Shahi? I mean, it's an honor. I mean, uh, you're, I mean, exactly, I've known you for such a long time. Uh, and we were in talks of trying to make it happen for a really long time. Just, especially when I was playing for Centurions, the scheduling really never worked out because Centurions had a team in like, basically every tournament, yeah. every division. So it was really hard because yeah. once I was committed to one club, I wasn't yes. going to play for another. Um, but yeah, I was really looking forward to it. it. It didn't feel that alien to me just because I knew a lot of the guys because yeah. I played a lot of junior cricket with some of the guys. Like Ravi was there. Yeah. Um, a few of the guys I knew. So it wasn't that new. And honestly, I didn't bat too good. Yeah. The first five, six hours, I was kind of struggling. Um, honestly, I think I had a late night the previous night. So I was up and like fresh. Yeah. Uh, but I had a late night the previous night and then uh, I got up. I had two games that day so I knew it was going to be a long day for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got up. Uh, I was really looking forward to it. It felt good to wear the jersey yeah. and get on the park. Oh, and there was a hundred. Yeah. How much did you score? If I'm not wrong, like it was uh, 120 something. I think 110, 115. 110. It wasn't 120. It was below oh, 120. Yeah. yeah. But been, uh, I, I think yeah, it was a 110 something. Yeah. yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. too big. Well, you've been a busy man, right? And we yeah. really appreciate for you giving us the time. No, I mean talking for and um, it's 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 good for me yeah. to have a youngster, especially yeah. a former under 19 World Cup captain to have a debut start for Stumping Mudholes. Yes. And uh, anything that you want to say to your viewers about Canadian cricket, about cricket in general, about yourself for Uh, season 2024? I mean, nothing much. Just looking forward to 2024. Um, 2023 wasn't, at least personally, it wasn't great for me with an injury and I just never really got going. Um, But to anyone that's shown love and support to me, to anyone in Canadian cricket, I just want to say I appreciate it. Or we as an extended family appreciate it. It's not easy. I mean, it's a bit better now with contracts and things in place yes. but I know before either it was school and cricket or it was work and cricket cricket yeah. was never full time yep. so it, it did take a toll on everyone's lives including not just the players but the families as well yep. but I think everyone's been super supportive and um, even to people that don't play or um, are not directly involved yep. they've always been good supporters um, people that always wished well for me and for Canadian Cricket in general so thank you to those guys um, and yeah I'm just looking forward to uh, maybe taking Cricket Canada to higher heights and perfect time maybe making them a team like Afghanistan or like the UAE or Ireland and bring them up to a higher scale what are you going to eat now? I'm on a cut, man. Maybe something healthy. I'm not too sure. Appreciate it. Thanks Thanks for coming on the show. No worries, man. Thank you so much.